What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Coming up on the pod, we talked the Biden approval rating, Tim Tebow back in the NFL, my Mother's Day weekend, and the lovely sports comedy, Necessary Roughness. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz Rob on the mic, you got cannabis keen and he's alright. Caitlin is giving all she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is Real Buzz Takes with the Real Buzz Crew. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Today we are the Real Buzz 2. I'm Real Buzz Rob. It's a fumble. Fumble liar. Sergeant Fumble Lena Wilkerson fumbles the ball. And to my left we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Eternal vigilance is the price of integrity, Coach Gennaro. What an asshole. <laughs> I have been bitten. This uh, this shark bite, Mountain Dew or whatever the fuck, and vodka, that, that really woke me up, I feel like. Yeah, the, the, it's uh, some sort of an Arctic blast Mountain Dew. It's very, it's, it's very good in small doses. Uh, I can't drink them like I drink the regular diet Mountain Dews. Yeah, this is, uh, this is intense. But let me say. I've got quite the potent flavor. First off, let me say camping, it's intense. I <laughs> get it, intense. Just like the circus. That's right. Uh, oh, that's good, too. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would be remiss if I didn't say Banazua, Romania. I feel like we haven't done that in a couple episodes, but maybe because you you weren't here for the last one. I wasn't yeah. here for the last one. I, I've been doing pretty good about remembering. But, yeah, you have. Much you know. better than I. Well, yeah. So I, I just want to make sure that the Romanians that are out there listening, you know, we haven't forgot about you. Banazua. Speaking of Romanians, let's get to the news. It's the news. First thing on the docket I have is a Biden approval rating through his first five months as the U.S. president. His overall approval rating sits at a 63%. Yeah. Pretty good, That's considering. Pretty, pretty good. When it comes to new Democratic I mean, president's handling of the pandemic, 71% of Americans approve, including 47% of Republicans. Oh, very nice. So we're doing good. We're getting back to normal. You know, we're, you know, it, and the thing is, he didn't, he's doing a good job, but he doesn't have to do much. He just has to not be a total fuckhead, and he's going to be probably have pretty good ratings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after the last guy, uh, I feel like America's like, we'll take what we can get. And what's great is he doesn't have to really run for a second. He's not going to run for a second term. I mean, uh, no, I, it's just, no it's just too old. Yeah. And so uh, he doesn't have to worry about trying to run for a second time. So it's like, I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want, man. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I watched the entire State of the Union because I didn't. I didn't, or, like, I didn't his, watch his first hundred I days watched the highlights. Whatever the fuck yeah. it was. But I will sit here and tell you that um, when I was on vacation this past week, um, one of the Airbnbs only had Hulu and it had very shitty internet. Yeah. So I, you know, turned on Hulu and anything I tried to get to work didn't, but the presidential address Fuck did. Of course. So I hit play on that and we were watching it for a little bit. It was after we'd been out all day. 
So I was very tired, but goddamn, did Joe seem tired and just old? Sleepy and Joe. And I guess, I guess you're right, old Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe. That's I'm Trump good got with that. that one right. Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm good with that though. I I it's better than a bombastic fucking fuckhead going on Twitter insulting North the leader of North Korea and threatening to bomb him. You know? Like, yeah, and saying hey it. hey Putin, come and put it in me. Yeah, you know, put it in my ass. Yeah, yeah. So you know, good for Biden. You got a Biden impression yet? Um. Ha. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. That, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, laughing Joe. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one. I do not have one. We're gonna make America strong. I learned uh, a lot. Where? Where? What's the teleprompter say? I I haven't I think, figured out the voice at all. But when it comes to Americans, we need justice in in our. I, I got nothing. I don't know. What I'm trying. <laughs> but also, poll also shows an uptick in Americans' overall optimism about the state of the country. Fifty four percent say the country's on the right track, higher than at any point in uh, the AP polls conducted since 2017. And 44 percent of the nation thinks it's on the wrong track. But hey, that's you know, I where it's it's getting better. Hey, at least it's on a track. I will say, isn't Biden doing a big infrastructure thing, building bridges and such? Yeah, from yeah. what I understand. And also uh, putting, my dad's not a fan of this. He's definitely taxing wealthier people now, which I'm a fan of. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a wealthier person, so. Yeah, and it's, it's. And even if I was, I would, you know, I would like to believe that I would say, you know, pay The tax share. only affects people who make $400,000 a year or more. I don't know how much of the country makes $400,000 a year. 3%? Right. Yeah. I don't fucking care. That's fine. All right. Moving on to Tim Tebow, back in the NFL, signed a one-deal contract with the, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. A one-deal? One-year deal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. It is, it is probably only one deal. Uh, he signed on to play a tight end. He's not going to be playing quarterback. Tight end, huh? Well... I and they can have gadget plays for him as a quarterback. You know, he well, can I'm sure still... that's in his contract. Yeah, There's absolutely. so many gadget quarterback plays, uh, you know, a game that for him. I have to be able to praise Christ before every play and throw the pa- the ball five times. I don't understand why Tebow didn't decide to do this seven years ago when he could have had a career. Like he's he's ancient he, for he's he like to, 34. He tried to play baseball for a long time, and that would didn't work out. Never made it to the bigs. No, he barely. He shouldn't have really even been in the minors. Uh, he got invited to spring training with the Mets. I think the, right? mi- the minor league for the Mets, and yeah. it was a fucking sideshow. They did yeah. just put butts in seats. It worked. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I guess it's because this old college football coach, Urban Meyer, convinced him to go pro at tight end. Really? He's who he's who coaches the Jags now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're reuniting. Oh, so there'll definitely be all kinds. Of, they're going to get down to the fucking two-yard line, and it's going to be Florida all over again. Who's backing for it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Trevor. Never give up! <laughs> Trevor. Um, I can't think of his last name. Isn't that name? what he said? Never give up? Yeah. Never stop dreaming! Are you thinking of KG? I don't know. Uh, no, that's it. I just remember him being like, you'll never see a team work harder than us. I promise you that. He's, I don't, I, I think he's a great person. I don't like him. Yeah, and I apologize for anyone driving around that I was just screaming into the microphone. I scared you. All right, moving on. My Mother's Day weekend. I know you were in town. You, did you just uh, have spend the day with your mom? Yep, just, yep. See, I was an extra good son. My mom wanted to go to fucking Branson and Silver Dollar City for the weekend. Good old Branson, Missouri. Come on down. Yeah, it was quite interesting. So I, I went with my mom to good old Silver Dollar City. In- Wait, before before you get too far into it, sure. let's, let's give the listeners who might not know 
what you went to Branson means. Uh, it's it's about what three hours south of here. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half hours south of Kansas City. It's in the Boot Heel. Uh, yeah, it's it's down there and Southern Missouri. Southern Missouri, which is where they say Missouri instead of Missouri. Yeah, I know. And uh, there's a theme park called Silver Dollar City, um, which and then the whole town itself is famous for country music shows and you know uh, I don't know. Old timey, old timey country timey music. Shit. The theme park is based in uh, its theme is nineteenth century America, late nineteenth right. century America. And you know how I feel about period pieces. <laughs> Just imagine me going to a period theme park. Oh yeah, I've been there before. It's been many years, but I went when I was a kid. Yeah, basically, you can go and watch old timey people dress like old timey people and do old timey demonstrations like glass blowing, pottery, soap making. Mom's like, you go watch them make soap. I'm like, no. Yeah, and then after that, you can go watch the Dixie Stampede. Yep, the Dixie Stampede, and there's a cave. You can go through a tour of a cave. Is that fa- Fantastic Caverns or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And the the one cool part, they had updated all the roller coasters, and they were all awesome. Yeah? Yeah, there's one called the Time Travel. It was great. There was another one called a Powder Keg, which is a blast. They're, the rides, the um, the actual roller coasters were pretty fucking fantastic. See, that, that's what I remember about going there. I would go, I, I've probably been two, maybe three times, and my, my grandma had a condo in, uh, I don't know, some city right outside There's, of Branson. It's a really heavily trafficked tourist area with a lot of condos. There's a lake nearby. I mean, but this is... Kimberling City, I yeah. think. Yeah. But basically, Branson is white trash hell. Yeah. And I'd only go at Christmas. So, and I'm guessing since you went this time of year, the water park side wasn't open. Was no, it, it was. White oh, water, really? white water was open. Yeah. I didn't go to it because I'm not a huge water park guy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just not. My, I'm like, oh, it's a pool and some cool fountains. Like, I don't know. It's a slide. Like, it's yeah. just not for me. But I do remember that roller coasters being super sweet down there. They are awesome. Like, they yeah. did a great job with those. The rest of the park, though, like, they, one of their biggest attractions, like, you can watch people make candy, like peanut brittle. <laughs> Is uh, that ride fire in the hole still there? Yeah, and it has not aged well. <laughs> I bet not. Holy shit. It, think of like a racist version of Pirates of the Caribbean. No, exactly. That's exactly it what is. it is. It's about these <laughs> these guys called hobnobbers or some shit. Oh, shit. They, they dress up like there's pictures of them all over the place. They look like clan members. It's insane. I'm like, this is not this is really fucking not cool. I remember it freaked me out when I was a kid because there's like torches, like uh, people yeah. holding torches. And you shit. just look like, at these guys. The fuck. They've got funny bags over their head with holes cut out of them. And they're like, there's like, OK, these guys look like they definitely set crosses on fire in people's yards. And definitely lynch people of color. Yeah. So when Robbie says he took his mother to Branson, Missouri and Silver Dollar City, this is what we're talking about. Yes. And uh, also, while I was there, uh, my parents, being as they are elderly, w- they were laying down at 830 in the hotel. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, we're going to bed. I'm like, all right, I'm going out. So I went out to a saloon in Branson called the Cheeky Monkey. The Cheeky Monkey. Huh? The Cheeky Monkey. It was an entry. Like, so the. The Uber who came and picked me up, uh, my mom's like, who's picking you up? I'm like, this guy. He's like, that guy doesn't look safe. Don't go. I'm like, it's Uber, mom. It's fine. <laughs> the guy was on meth. I shit you not. He was on some sort of stimulant the entire time. I'm like, dude, just get me to my- You were in Branson. Yeah. No, meth capital. What, of... kind of, what kind of car was he driving? I don't remember. It wasn't anything. It was like a Toyota Yaris or something. Okay. It wasn't like a, he pulled up in a it wasn't old a beater. Sebring or something? No. Or a it, Impala? He could have just stolen it, though, for all I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, needless to say, masks were not actively worn in the park unless like personnel insisted upon it. Like everyone who's running the rides was like, put your mask on, please, sir. Over the note, please. And this guy was like, oh, fine. Goddamn Biden. <laughs> Stepping on my rights. Lots of, um, 
Oh no! And actually, that this was funny. So they had a an area roped off where you could relax, mask free. So it was like for people who I didn't realize that was like legal, honestly. But they they had a, oh. a portion of the party, like you know, like they have smoking sections roped off. This is yeah. like if you want to, you know, have a rest, mask free, you can come in this area. Were there a lot of people hanging out in that area? I didn't really go inspect it. Yeah, I should have. Now that I'm vaccinated, I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, but still, I don't know. That's. I, the vaccination rates, we talked about Biden, uh, yep. you know, not a lot of people are getting them. A lot of them are going bad. And I learned like a lot. A lot of people are getting them, too. So uh, I don't know the the mask free zone. That's an interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Kind of and as we drove around, we went to like two different state parks and we got to see some of the cool residential areas. When I say cool, I don't mean cool. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of Trump sh shrines. I don't know how else to explain them. There were shrines. Uh, I don't, yeah. Maybe you could call it. um I, I don't know, a shrine. It was like th this one guy in his yard had like a 15-foot wall. It had Trump painted, painted on it in a very patriotic manner, like militaristic. You know, he's like, you know, the military president, whatever. And in big, bold letters, it said, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. I'm just like, it was really funny because the amount of time and effort this man dedicated to this mural in his yard yeah. for everyone to see, it's like, well, I don't, I just don't live in his reality. I'm like, what? Uh on our trip uh, a few weeks ago, we drove through Indiana, or well, Illinois, and then Indiana, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And out of those states, I, I was Bible surprised. Bell. I mean, there were there were still Trump twenty twenty signs in all four of those states. They weren't twenty twenty four. They hadn't updated them yet. Right? No, it was still twenty twenty, right. and there were still signs. You know, have some dignity at least. On get the, the side of the road and stuff. But in Indiana, of all the states. Uh, there was like this forest on the side of the road that we saw, yeah. and there was a like a homemade, not even like legit Trump signs. They were all like homemade that looked. They were painted the same. Stop the steal! No, all it said was just Trump, 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 and it was on like every other tree. I I'm talking like 50, 60 trees in this forest because they were all kind of spread out. But this is something about that image was so like uncomfortable and just racist to it's, me it's cult-like yeah just, it was i don't know this is the thing everyone's like everyone wants to get like all these people like i don't see you out here popping biden up like no i don't care i'm not here i'm not a fan of biden i want him to do a good job i'm right. not i'm not his like i'm not i don't like i don't idolize him he's not a messiah no or he's like not that. a deity i as long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't fuck things up more i'm like good on you pal yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh, i love joe biden i don't i He's a weird guy. Um, he's doing a good job so far, and yeah. I hope he continues to. Yeah. Other than that, I have no emotional investment in this man. And the last thing we did is, have you ever heard of College of the Ozarks? Is it a college in the Ozarks? In fact, it is. Okay. It's a very specific college, though. It has a worker's vocation program, which you take on a vocation, so you work for the university, and they, in turn, do not charge you tuition. And okay. it's, it's very hard to get into. Like You have to have good grades and all that shit. And we had Mother's Day brunch at one of their restaurants. It was really good. I was fucking surprised how awesome it was. Gourmet, very good. Not like 40 bucks a person. It was great. Oh, dang. And um, they had a really big sign outside of it. It's a, a very a military. Kind of, it's not military school, but it's a very pro-military school. I think there's a lot of veterans that have come from that school. Apparently, three generals. Is it like a technical college? Or no, whatever? it's no? a college. It's okay. an NAIA school. And they have uh, a big sign. It's... It's pasted out there that says, I don't know why it, we have to know this, but they say that they will cancel any sporting event with any school that kneels during the national anthem. They just write out there. They say, like, okay, I mean, they're, they're very pro-military. I understand uh, their issue with it. I mean, I don't, but I understand why they, you know, they really respect the flag. Like, there's all these monuments to Nam everywhere, and uh, there's a bunch of 
different monuments to different soldiers who fought in different wars, which that's great. I respect that. that that's awesome. Um, but it was just weird. It was just plastered like for everyone to see walking through. There's no kneelers here. And I almost thought about just like doing a quick little kneel dab before I left. But then I thought better of it. You should have taken a picture kneeling in front of it. Yeah, I, I took it. We got a very nice complimentary Mother's Day photo after the meal. Yeah, yeah it was quite good. Yeah, yeah, well, very nice. So overall, good trip. Yeah, I had a good. I, I, my mom had a good time, which that was what was most important. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Spent time with my family. I, I didn't have to drive, so they just let me drink brews in the car. Oh, you gotta love that. It's great. And uh, how was your time at the Cheeky Monkey? I feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't. No, yeah, about that. I, I guess I didn't go into that. The Cheeky Monkey is basically whatever a double double wide is. So it's just kind of like a it's a double of a double wide. Okay, so it, a quadruple. Yeah, wide. quadruple wide. Thank you. That's, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. that's a thing, but I don't know if it is either. It's just a big shed, and uh, I walked in there, and it was the. It was the bartenders were nice. The problem is everything's so much more expensive because it's a tourist town. So it's right. like eight bucks a beer. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. It. But no, nothing overly odd to report there. Yeah. I'll get th- I'll get things. I cheeky monkey, four stars. Yeah. Well, and if you if you're listening to this podcast and you have elderly parents, maybe think about taking your mom to Branson next Mother's Day. And you can spend a night alone in the cheeky monkey. That's right. Sunny Branson, Missouri. Oh man. Might want to rethink that name given their their area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I'd like to spend a night alone in the Cheeky Monkey. It wasn't the best bar I've ever been to. Uh, I met some nice people. I, I learned a lot. Sorry, I keep doing that. That's that's a very like a famous Biden thing. He's just said that sometime, and it's very funny. Okay. All right. Moving on to the movie we are reviewing today: Necessary Roughness. Release date. 92791. And it should be noted you can watch this on Amazon Prime if you have a Prime account for free. Hey, that's my mom's birthday. She wasn't born on, in 91, but September 27th. Hey, that's not... Well, yeah, I mean, that's cool, man. So maybe oh, she saw us for her birthday. Uh, maybe. I would have been... Maybe Todd took her. Almost one years old. Not w- quite one. Were your parents married yet? Uh, No. No. But they were together. Living in sin. That's right. That's right. How dare you? Uh, they lived in sin for four years. You were... A, well, I guess you weren't really a bastard child. No, but I, I was a, a mistake child. Well, yeah. Most I of, was an oopsie. Most kids are. Uh, right, director Stan <laughs> Stan Dragodi. Yeah, I mean Evan's kid. Hey, man, she might listen to this one day. Don't tell her. Okay, I'm sure she'll figure it out. She's not. She's not gonna be an idiot. I don't. Think. I remember being like, it wasn't until I was like 15 or 16 that I was like, oh fuck, I was an act. I had to have been an accident. Yeah, oh, this doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, like, this, this was. This doesn't make sense. Hey, this does not seem like planned properly at I, all. I was the ring bearer in my parents' wedding, and I never thought that was weird until I was like 15 or 16. I mean, it's not weird. Well, yeah, I know, but. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Stan Dragodi, before this known for Mr. Mom, after this no other directing gigs, should be noted that there's another feature film of the same name that came out in 2011 starring John Stamos called Necessary Roughness. I think I think there might be a TV series, too. Uh, mm, I think I saw that, too. On Amazon. Necessary Roughness? Yeah, well, I, there were like three Necessary Roughness. One had a, a chick like sitting on a chair, like looking all... I think that's the Stamos one. Oh, okay, never mind then. Ugh, Cats. Cast. Hope I say his name right. Scott Bakula? Bakula. It's Bakula. Bakula. It's Blackula without the L. The only reason I know about Scott Bakula, if I'm being honest, is because he's in one random episode of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, he is. And he plays himself. Yeah. He's and the time cop guy. He's also uh Is it Time Cop? Time Cop, yeah. Time Cop. He's also in um Oh shit. Oh yeah, NCIS. 
He's that's, oh yeah yeah he, that's him. Yeah. He does it with uh, what's his face from Three Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Oh uh, fuck! What is that guy's name? I can't think of it. He's from Colombia. Oh shit! He talks like this kind of. Yeah, yeah, I can't think. He of does. His name. He, he's he's with Billy Bob in Sling Blade. Yeah, his his accent. He's Mike Winchell. Mike Winchell. He he actually talks with that voice. I'm pretty sure, but it sounds yeah. to me like he's doing a really bad Southern accent. Even though that's, that's just his how real voice. That I is know. his real I mean, voice. That's what sucks. I think it it's that Southern Missouri accent. Yeah, yeah, it's just real shitty. Y'all want to go to Branson? <laughs> uh, Hector Elizondo is Ed Ger- Ed Gennaro. And Larry Miller is Dean Philip Elias. Honorable mention to Sinbad is Andre Kim. Rob Schneider is Chuck Niederman. Robert Loja. Loja. You you. didn't uh, make Robert Loja. I know. We, we, I don't want to do four since we do the 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 current events at the top. Um, all right, all right. As Coach Wally Rig, which is a great porn name. Wally Rig. Wally Rig. Wally Funny Rig. Name. Great porn name. Great porn name. Wally. More like Wally Big. And Rig spelled with two G's, which makes it even better. And then Jason, uh, I don't know, is that because you spell Rob with two B's? No, just it seems like it's, it just seems more like a porn name with two G's. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, it's Wally Rig, Wally Rig girl. And then Jason Bateman is Jarvis Edison, which is objectively the nerdiest name I've ever heard. Jarvis, I, I after all the Marvel movies, I don't think it's too nerdy because you know it's it turns into Vision. Yep, that's true. But- yeah, Paul Bettany is Paul Bettany a little bitch. Uh, kind of, okay. except in that movie Legion. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty... he has, he's kind of a badass in uh, fuck, what's that movie? Uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, he's like flogging himself. Yeah, where he and self-flagellates. Stuff. Yeah, is that yeah. the right word? He wants to masturbate, so he's got to fucking pain himself. Dude, my back would be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't read the full book, but I read like the first couple chapters, and um. They they talk about how he wants he's thinking about masturbating. Yeah. But it's they instead of saying like he's thinking of masturbating or he's touching himself, they said sex uh self administered sexual indulgence. That's a lot of syllables to I know. say jerking off. I know, but it's if it's an acronym, it's S A S I. So he just wants to get sassy with himself. That's anyway, interesting. It, that was a long way to get to that joke, but God damn! If I had to, if I had to self-flagellate every time I jerked off, I would probably bleed out. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be here today. No, I would not. You'd be like sitting in a chair and be like, oh, ow, ow. yeah. I would, I would. There's a really bad joke to be made. Yeah, let's I move on. We I won't, I won't make it. All righty. Scott Bakula, before this, known for Matlock and Designing Women, two pretty popular television shows back in the '80s and '90s. After this, known for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the TV series, American Beauty, Above Suspicion, Life is a House, which my mom incessantly watched when I was growing up. I've seen that 800 times. Life is a house? Life as a house. It's got Hayden Christensen, Kevin Klein, apparently Scott Bakula. He's a police officer. I did not remember. <laughs> and it's just, it's a very like. It's a movie? It's a movie. It's a okay. metaphor where this guy gets terminal and terminal illness and wants to reconnect with his family. And he does so by building a house with them. All right. Yeah. And Hayden, his son is Hayden Christensen. He's all strung out on drugs, and he finds him in like the first scene doing that autoerotic asphyxiation in his closet. Oh Jesus! I know oh, it's, Jesus it's really Christ. intense. He's gonna have to spend some time self-flagellating after that. Yeah, I mean that's that's like double the you have to do double the flogs if you're self if you're doing the fucking chokey. Yeah, uh, let me guess. If what you're ha- doing the Kill Bill, let me guess what happens at the end of that movie. Go ahead. Okay, 
So whoever the main character is, he ends up. Kevin Klein. They build the house. Yeah. And, and then he dies. Yeah. And then. I don't know if they, I'm just guessing there's a post credit scene where Hayden Christensen dies in the closet that his house built from jerking off with the fucking. Oh my God, if only. That would be, that would make that, that movie totally worth it if that's, <laughs> if they had a post credit scene. If that was just randomly in there. Yeah, that would make it totally Not worth it. Not even post credits, like two minutes into the credits that just pops up. Yeah. Also, Scott Bakula is known for Star Trek, <laughs> Enterprise, Boston Legal, The Informant. I say it like that because it has an exclamation point at, okay. at the end of the title. It's that one with Matt Damon. I couldn't get into it. It was too boring. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Some of his movies are real pieces of shit. Yeah. I watched The Green Zone the other night. Pretty good. Really? Pretty good. Okay. It's on Netflix. Pretty good. I, I enjoy Matt Damon for when he randomly pops up in all the movies that he randomly pops up. Like in. Deadpool 2? Like Deadpool 2, like Thor Ragnarok. Uh, when, when does he pop up in that? There's it's a scene where Thor first goes back to Asgard, uh -huh. and Loki has really, he's impersonating um, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Odin. Yeah. So he puts on a play, The the Tragedy of Loki, and the actors in the stage play, uh, Matt Damon's playing Loki, and then Liam Hemsworth plays Thor. Oh, that's it. Okay. Well, that's well, a that, that, for it's, you. it's kind of meta because he does that too in Jay and Silent Bob reboot because he played Loki in Dogma. Yeah, see? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that is meta. And then he pops up in the most famous one, I feel like, uh, Interstellar. When he showed oh, up yeah. in Interstellar, it, I was like, like, whoa! Miller's playing. It's fucking Matt Damon? Yeah. Or Miller's playing. It's not Matt Damon's. But either way, it's fucking Matt Damon? Doesn't he end up being a villain in yeah, that? Yeah, he, I, he, I, I forgot about he that. He got to the planet, realized it couldn't sustain life. But the deal was, if you get to a planet can can sustain life, you just have to die on the planet alone. And he didn't but he want sent to, a yeah. signal saying that it could sustain life just so that they'd come and rescue him. Yeah. That's selfish piece bastard. of shit. Uh, also known for men of a certain age, Chuck and NCIS New Orleans. Oh, so he's not even Scott Bakula is not even normal NCIS. Well, he was so he played a character on normal NCIS and then got the spinoff NCIS New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty pretty lucrative. Yeah, there you go. Hector Elizondo, before this known for American Gigolo, The Fan, Matlock, Beaches, and Pretty Woman. After this known for Beverly Hills Cop 3, Johnny Quest, One Runaway Bride, How High, The Princess Diaries 1 and 2, Monk, The Lego Batman Movie, and Last Man Standing. I feel like there's probably random TV series that Tons. he's into. Tons. Yeah. Just too many to list. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, oh, that's that guy. I recognize that guy. That's Hector Elizondo. Oh, this guy's actually like a main character? I don't know that I've used to seeing that. Yeah. Good uh, for him. Larry Miller. Sounds like a fake name. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> Googling Larry Miller net worth took a little more research than I wanted to do because there's a fucking lot of Larry Millers and one of them is a tech billionaire. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a very common name. You're like, oh, this doesn't make sense for this guy. This guy is not worth $40 billion. I know that. And which one's Larry Miller? He is the dean. The dean. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's another one of those. That guy. Yeah. Been in, you've seen him in a million things. Before this, known for Pretty Woman and L.A. Story. After this, known for The Nutty Professor 1 and 2, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, 10 Things I Hate About You, Max Keeble's Big Move, one of my personal favorites, Law and Order, The Princess Diaries 2, Boston Legal, and then 10 Things I Hate About You, the television series. Oh, they made a TV series? I did not realize they did that either. Yeah. Okay. And it came out in 2011, and he reprised his character uh, from the, the film, the future film. So It's like uh, when Clueless made Clueless, the TV yeah. series. Yeah. Okay. So you did not say what I always think of that guy from, which is Waiting okay. for Guffman, which would have come out, I think, 
a few years after this. See, and that's probably I haven't seen Waiting for Guffman. Wait, have I? No, I, that's I not, don't know. I haven't it's, seen Waiting for Guffman. It's the best in show. It's Christopher Guest movie, so best in show. Like think of those types that, of spinal that type tab. of humor. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a mockumentary type thing, and it's set in a fictional town called Blaine, Missouri. Oh, and he plays the mayor of the town, and he is very fucking funny. He's good. Uh, he's got. I mean, I shouldn't say he's very fucking funny, but he's funny enough that. He's got this one part. He's like, you know, they say uh, if you don't like the weather in Missouri, just wait 15 minutes. In Blaine, I think if we work really hard enough, we could get that down to 11 or 12 minutes. <laughs> it's really stupid. So, it's just so really fucking dumb. stupid. I mean, because I've heard that growing up in Missouri, I've heard that my entire yeah, life. Yeah, if you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes. And it's not wrong, but it's also so fucking like it's been it's played out so much I'm like just don't say that shit as i get older i find myself saying shit like that it's more such often. a cliche I, I don't even mean to i'm just like how did the, i'm 30 now man shit like that's coming out how about this weather we're having i oh, fuck. that have okay so this is one thing i have so much contempt for that i can't stand in an office setting every fucking time we start a meeting whether it's in uh if it, we if we're doing a skype call or whatever and we're waiting for people to go i was like no so how's the weather? I'm like, you're a real piece of shit for doing this, man. I don't want to have this conversation. What are you doing? Hey, uh, is it raining where you guys are? Because it's not over here. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I had to hold my umbrella walking in. I almost blew away. It's so windy here. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I was in a meeting the other day, and I I never log into meetings. People will start, start them three, two, three minutes early. And I used to log in right when they would start them, but now I no, wait I, until I, the meeting time. That's what I learned too, because yeah. you're going to be stuck having some stupid fucking conversation, some asinine conversation that neither one of you want to have, but for some reason one of you always initiates. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we I, need to be comfortable just being silent. And I sat there just silent. The two people that were there that joined in, they, well, how's the weather? I said, it's so windy over here. It almost, it was shaking the walls. It almost blew my house down. Oh, really? Did it almost blow your fucking house down? Yeah. Don't be so high. Hyperbolic, Karen. What was it? The big bad wolf, you little pig? Nice. I liked it. You like that? That's a sick burn, wasn't it? It was a sick burn. All right. And uh, we will now do net worths. Uh, what, what's up, Larry Miller? Uh, two chains. Scott Bakula. Well, fuck, man. Time Cop, he's been doing NCIS, then he got a spinoff of I don't NCIS. think he was in Time Cop, now that we're reflecting upon that. He was in, oh, Quantum Leap. It was Quantum Leap. Okay, that, that could be, yeah. yeah. Quantum Leap, I, I think. He was in some time travel show. Anyway, uh, I'm going to guess he's worth... $20 million. Ten. Ten. All right. And well. honestly, he's... Had he's had a much more successful career in the realm of television than in film. Yeah, uh, but some of them are good. Like Men of a Certain Age was popular. NCIS New Orleans is popular. The uh, Chuck popular. So I mean, yeah, ten million seems about right. I heard Chuck is good. Hector Elizondo. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Two million. Ten million as well. Oh, ten mil. I think he's gotten probably some syndication credits that are pretty lucrative and he's been he's had a long career and he's been on a lot of television shows yeah 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 maybe he's got a really good agent yeah could be you know you know maybe you got points in the back end if you're trying to become an actor in hollywood look up uh hector alizandero's agent and uh, El elizondo elizondo's i knew there was a d in there but i didn't know where uh look up his agent and he'll get you 10 million dollars fuck i'm gonna look him up tomorrow yeah all right larry miller not to be confused with 
Dennis Miller. Yeah, I don't know where I was going. I was going to say Reggie Miller, but then I was blanking on his Pretty name. hard to confuse those two. Reggie Miller, man. Just a couple of differences I can think of. I will say I love Reggie Miller. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't like Reggie Miller at all. As a commentator, he talks shit and stuff. I just love it. No, he's an asshole. I don't like him at all. He's that nerd that thinks he's way cooler than he is. I don't like him. You played for the Pacers your whole life, you little bitch. Well, I also played for UCLA. Well, yeah, but then he played yeah. in Indiana. Right? I, you know what? He gets beat. Cheryl. I think Cheryl's a better player. I respect him because people say he was one of the best shit talkers in the game, right? Yes. he. That's been alleged many times. Yeah. So- and. I can respect that. And it was funny. Larry Bird, There's, I was uh, watching um, the Jordan Doc series again, and I always forget there was this moment when Larry Bird was, uh, he called Michael Jordan a bitch motherfucker to his face. <laughs> like I'm like, oh my God, Larry Bird just, because Larry Bird, fantastic, one of the best players to play, but his athleticism was not great. But, yeah. th- but he overcame it, and that's why he's kind of a, you know, like such a great story and such a great player to watch, because he was so great, but he was so good that he was unathletic, and he shit-talked Michael fucking Jordan, man. And look how good we are at podcasting, that we just brought that full circle from Larry Miller to Reggie Miller to, to Larry, Larry Bird, Bird. Now back to me guessing Larry Miller's net worth. Which is? I'm going to guess he makes less than either Reggie Miller or Larry Bird, Yeah, and I'm going to say $5 million. Two. God, see, I wanted to say two, but I guess two for the last guy, and he was 10, so... Shit. No, I get it. It's it's hard to gauge them because you don't think Hector <laughs> Elizondo has a much bigger profile than Larry Miller, but turns out he does. In my life, Larry Miller has had a bigger impact. Yeah, but Larry, yeah, but there's also 25 years of film that I didn't recognize, and I'm sure there are credits there that are pretty prominent that I'm just unaware of because of my age and ignorance. Yeah, and I didn't know his name at all, so he hasn't had that big of an impact. All right, Specs and Eats. Yes, indeed. Runtime, 108 minutes. Probably could have shaved off six or seven. Uh, they, they're like 18. Should have been 90 minutes. It should have been 90 minutes. Should have been ni- 18. I don't know how you cut 18 out, but it should have been 90 minutes. I don't remember how long the replacements was. About this, maybe. I think it's shorter than this. I, yeah, and I think I remember saying they could. Hour 35, good, I think, maybe. They could have cut off a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, budget was $13.5 million. Opened at $6.5 million. Grossed twenty six point five million. This movie doubled its money. All right. Yeah. So Good I mean, for it. yeah. So it did well. Did and well at the uh, box office. That's that's ninety one money. You know. Yeah. Twenty three no, mil. That's nothing to spit at. I'm almost surprised there wasn't some kind of a sequel, but I don't know how you do that. Uh, this is a sidetrack because I said it's ninety one money. Not too bad of a sidetrack. But uh, when I was looking up this movie today, like on Amazon, it shows it came out in ninety one. Yeah. I still have it in my mind that 91 is 20 years ago. No, I'm still 30. living in 2011. And then I was like, oh, no, shit. That's 30 years ago. 30 years ago. I'm 30 now. I'm an old fucking man. Yeah, man. So. Well, I'm 32, so I don't want to hear that shit. Well, yeah, 32, not 30 also. All right. Plot keywords. <laughs> Number one, USA. Sure. What? Yeah, I don't know. It was the first listed. USA does uh, have some. It has some Texas America vibes to it. Let me say, I love the country and everything like that. Like, I love America. God bless America. Yeah. I'm glad I was born here. I don't believe in God, but sure. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. I, but one of the things that I find the douchiest thing that you can do is if you're at a bar and you start chanting, USA. That's, it's, USA. that's the, Unless it's yeah. the World Cup. I will yeah, allow that's it fine. Or the Olympics. If we're on a world stage, you can do that. If, if Team you do USA it, is playing. If you do it in any other in any other context, you're you're probably racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I mean, it's so true. 
It's I mean, a- and and I said before this, I do love America. I want to see it do better. Yeah. I'm proud to be from here. I'm, a, we, I'm a patriot. I'm not a nationalist. I'm not going to go around yeah. chanting USA unless I'm watching the World Cup. Yeah, or the fine. Olympics. I, it's okay. You can you can love your country and still critique it. Right. It's not like if anything, I love my country more than someone who doesn't critique it because I want to f- make it better. That's right. Uh, number two on the plot keywords was teacher student romance. Number three, Texas. Number four, bull riding, and number five, Samoan. What Samoan? Samoan. Okay. Well, I didn't know if that was sorry. Some I wa- kind of no. I watched there's the samurai character. Yeah. So it could have been one of the fight moves. No, no, no. I, I watched uh, Hobbs and Shaw recently, and he, he and the Rock goes this Samoa. Like he doesn't say Samoa. He goes, "Yes, we're going to Samoa." I'm like, "What? Samoa?" So I guess that's how you say it. Yeah. It's like uh, trying to get Hassan Minaj's name right now. Hassan Minaj. Hassan. Minash is his name. It's like he got, went oh. on Ellen and made a big deal about it. Oh, well, excuse me. No, no, no. It's nothing wrong. If anything, I was confused because he was saying Hassan Minaj for a long time. Yeah. So it's a bit, I was confused. I've looked up videos how to properly pronounce Steve Bashimi. Not the Steve part, but the Bashimi part. Of course. And I know he doesn't say Bashimi. I think he says Basimi. Basimi? Okay. I still say Bashimi. I, I've always said Bashimi. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm still just going to call you whatever. I, I mean, at some him. point, it, he's had a great life. If, if, if the worst thing that's going on in his life is people say his last name wrong and it's a tough last name, he's doing fine. Yeah. Taglines. Pretty good. I like these. <clears throat> Number one, they might just be the biggest bunch of losers that ever became winners. <laughs> eh, eh, that, that fits. N- Number two is very uh, Rob Schneider's The Carrot. <laughs> This gang of loner loonies and losers are about to become something they've never been before. A team. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say winners, but it's a team. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, so that was good. That's good. Rob <laughs> Schneider is the carrot. Yeah, that's absolutely what that is. It was, so I, I like both of those pretty well. All you know right. what? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I, we're getting into the canopsis. The Rob, I'm going to do it like the Rob Schneider thing. I like it. All right. Now it's time for the canopsis. Please give us your canopsis, Cannabis Keenan. I guess that's what I always try to go for, but recently I've been lazy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, really Rob Schneider the character. Yeah, yeah. Paul Blake is a 34 year old farmer who was a hotshot high school quarterback that never went to college. <laughs> <laughs> when he's recruited by Coach Ed Gennaro and his defensive coordinator Wally Rigg, great poor name. To lead a band of misfits at Texas State University, he finds out that life as a college quarterback ain't as easy as it seems. Kind of rewriting this on the spot now. No, I like it. I like it. He's got to beg his teacher, fight the dean, and can Blake lead the armadillos to a single victory? Find out if you've got the necessary roughness that was good I, I, whatever you did on the fly it was good that was one of your best ones ever he's about to find out life as a carrot isn't, is, yeah. isn't what it seems <laughs> and he's like a carrot getting chased by a rabbit at that and point he's about <laughs> to find out having a paper route isn't everything it seems <laughs> rab schneider is a commentator in this movie <laughs> what i go back find his name rab schneider is chuck niederman Chuck Niederman. It's a perfect name. 
perfect out, announcer name. I when I saw Rob Schneider pop up in this, I was surprised that I had never seen him as like a sports commentator in anything else because it seems like such a thing that he would be good at. The thing is, I liked him so much in this movie. I think he could legitimately be a sports commentator, not as like just a, as a comedy. I think he could do it. Like if he sat next to Marv Albert, I think he could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he would probably be a color guy. No, would he be a play-by-play? No, he'd, uh, he'd have to be a color commentator. He'd almost have to join a three-person team. Yeah, I agree you with know? you. Yeah, so you got the the play-by-play, the color guy, and then like the uh, the extra guy. The extra guy. Yeah, it was like when Dennis Miller or Tony Kornheiser were on Monday Night Football. Oh man, Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football probably wasn't good. It wasn't great, but Tony Kornheiser. Here's a quick sidetrack story. I'll never forget this. I was watching it, and this was back when Monday Night Football was on ABC and Desperate Housewives was a big deal. Fuck, that was 15 years ago. That was a long time ago. And uh, they had some actor, uh, some dude, I can't remember who it was, that's an actor from Desperate Housewives, and he played like one of the husbands on the show. Yeah, one one of the people making his housewife desperate. They're desperate housewives. They're horny husbands. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) Tony Kornheiser didn't make that joke. But he asked the guy, he was like, you know what? Let me ask you the question that's on everybody in America's mind. I, I know you're on the show. You're married to her. But, uh, you know, in real life, which one of them, you know, would you, you know? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was so uncomfortable. And I was watching with my dad and we were both like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, yeah, that's uh, yep. I don't know. I, I could see Rob Schneider maybe pulling something like that. And had Tony Kornheiser asked that, like. I'm surprised nobody else remembers that. Jesus Tony Kornheiser could be canceled for that. I, you know? I still can't believe Dennis Miller was on Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Get this guy laminate in perpetuity. I'm ringing this chamois as long as I can. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, he's uh, Dennis Miller's a funny guy. Funny guy. Ah, Dennis Miller, funny guy. <laughs> Moving on to the Real Buzz Rundown. Uh, so, Keenan, I think the first thing we should just get off in the front, uh, just Get it over with. We like get off like Wally Rig, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let me go flagellate myself. <laughs> Callback. Uh, Real bus rundown. Let's start with the, the everything that the replacements completely ripped off from this movie because it's very apparent that this film was the blueprint for the the replacements in many aspects. My God, it's the the beginning is Paul Blake on a farm, which is Shane Falco underwater. Yep, I, it's the I. Because you, I had never seen this before. You told me I should watch it. Yeah. I know that it's not like you knew about it before we did the replacements. Uh, yeah, I did not. Um, but you were like, this is literally the replacements. And from the first, like, two or 30 seconds of this movie, I was like, God damn, Robbie is a thousand percent right. I just, the, the only thing I kept thinking was that happened in the replacements. That happened in the replacements. I mean, first of all, I had to stop in my notes from saying this is the replacements. This is. Which really, the replacements is this. Yeah, so we should make note: the replacements ripped this movie off, not the other way around. But it, but also, this movie essentially ripped off Major League, but made it about football. Right. And the the first thing I noticed was okay. So the first the scene I remember noticing that okay, that's that's an exact scene from the replacements is when um, you've got Sinbad knocking over the practice tackler, and it, it's all over the coach, and he's you know that's the same that's the same scene as when uh, sumo guy. Knocks over uh, the practice tackler on the oh, coach. Yeah. He goes, get the fuck off of me! Well, and I don't know if that happened before or after, but there was the part where Featherstone is dropping all the balls, and I'm like, that's exactly like the, uh, the can't Orlando catch, Jones. Yep, the can't catch super fast wide receiver plot point is directly applied to Orlando Jones' yeah. character in the replacements. Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin. <laughs> uh, the, my QB has my back bar fight against the antagonist scene. 
Oh yeah. Well, and there's one even earlier on. So the first scene is uh, uh, Quantum Leap guy on the farm. Yep. And then it cuts to Chris Berman being in this movie, and he's talking to Coach Gennaro on ESPN. Bop. Yeah, which is not in the replacements. But after yeah. Gennaro gets out of uh, or done with his television spot, Fred Thompson, who ran for president, comes up to him. Oh, I did. Fred Thompson ran for president. Yeah, he ran for president. That's news to me. Yeah, I, I think he was a Republican. Uh, oh well. What are you gonna do? I, I think he was in the primary against McCain, maybe in 08. Oh shit! Really? Think, yeah, something like that. See, that's that's the one. That's one Republican president I think would have been great. John McCain was a great American. I'm gonna stop. I'll stop there. I don't want to get onto it. But I lo I love John McCain. I just remember that's when I was still in high school, so I was watching The O'Reilly Factor every night with my dad. Uh, shout out to Dennis Miller, callback. He used to go on The O'Reilly Factor. Uh, well, Bill, not shout out to Bill O'Reilly, but when Fred Thompson was running for president, my dad was like, "That guy used to be an actor." Can't tell you any other movie I've seen him in, but when I saw him in this, I was like, ah, I recognize him. He's yeah. definitely been in other things. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so when that character, he's like the president of the college or whatever he is, um, he's convincing Coach Gennaro to come back and coach his team. He's like, yeah. you can have full control, whatever you want to do. And there's exactly a scene like that in The Replacements when the owner of the team's trying to get Gene Hackman to come back. She looked like a large mouth bass. <laughs> Had one flop up on the deck, just like that one. Uh, there's also the, well, and this kind of is more of a meta storyline, but the Mike, the, uh, I'm done with football washed up quarterback comes back for one last shot at glory. I mean, that's, it's the whole, that's the thing. It's the same yeah. exact plot line. The, the speech at the end. Yep. I'm, I'm jumping some ahead now. No, but, but that speech is fucking fantastic. It's almost word for word though. Yeah, it is. I know you cool. guys are hurting. I know that. Oh, no, but, you're talking about in the huddle. Yeah, it is yeah, the same. Yeah, in the huddle. It's like that. It's the ch uh, chain tics, heels, chick yeah. ticks, scars, glory lasts forever. It's exactly. The same fucking Same it, fucking thing. They just took different words, but yeah. said the same thing. It's pretty much, it's like a plagiarized movie. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how they didn't get some kind of a cease and desist. Like, yeah. I, this is, it's the same fucking movie. And then you got the scene where the quarterback arrives and the coach is immediately like, all right, let's see if you still got it. Yeah. And he throws a football. It's the same. It's, it is crazy how similar these movies are. Yeah. Um, not the scene where the QB changes the play in the huddle, immediately reprimanded by the coach. Yep. And then you've got John Favreau's character is clearly heavily based on Samurai's character. Oh, yeah. They're both the leader of the defense. They both have uh, training in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Yep. And at some point they both get a, a turnover and they absolutely have to have one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the uh in the replacements, I can't remember at Jumbo. Uh Thunderscar. Yeah, the 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 sumo wrestling. Yeah, that guys like Manu or whatever. Uh Li a little bit. You know? It, it it is like that um there's no love interest with Jumbo and any any chick, but no, and we have a lot to talk about with her, but let's hold on here. Um, <laughs> my next thought is, I, if only the NCA actually enforced its regulations on blue blood programs like they do in this movie, like oh, we, college football will be so much more interesting to watch. But the reality is, they actually just come down on major major programs that are non blue blood and make examples of them. For example, uh, Missouri had one fucking rogue tutor, and we got two year postseason ban. And it and we complied. We literally complied with the NCAA. Meanwhile, Kansas has been under investigation for three fucking years for super serious, like paying players, paying players to come there. There's factual proof that it's been in court. Federal, and then nothing, nothing happens. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You got nothing. But I will say, that's Willy Wonka. Shout out to Kansas. I wish they would have fucking lost in this movie. But thank God they were just as shitty as they, in real life as 
they are in the movie. Wasn't it weird that that was the only actual university that was used? Every other one was fictitious. I thought it was so weird. It's I like don't get the that. Kansas Jayhawks. What the fuck? When Rob Schneider said that, I like stopped and I was like, what, what? the fuck? Because every other school is fake. Like, why? All right. I guess we're, I, they must have paid royalties to the Jayhawks yeah. to do that. But there's I part of the reason there is one reason why I know that they did that. And it's in trivia, so I'm not going to do it. Well, the rain has stopped and so has the losing streak. He was good. He was. Uh, okay. Why on earth would Scott Bakula pass? Did you a- just say Wyatt Earp? <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth? <laughs> Why on earth would this dude pass up the opportunity to be a D1 blue blood quarterback to keep his dead dad's ranch going? I just don't buy it. Like his dad, like I'm pretty sure his late dad would want him to go on to maybe become a pro and like you'd make money and not be a rancher. Like I don't, I'm not dogging being a rancher. It's, it's, (laughs) it's, it's real work, but it's fucking hard. Yeah. It's not, I mean, and it's not uh, usually a job that pays you what a fucking NFL salary would pay you. Yeah, no, uh, Michigan Mike, go listen to the with and I episode. You can listen to him on that on real buzz takes, but Michigan Mike, uh, he spent a summer in college. One of his roommates was from Lexington and uh kentucky yeah so mike went back home well back to uh john michael's home um and worked on a ranch one summer and said it was the worst fucking shit ever yeah no it's early mornings late nights labor intensive shit every seven days a week yeah you don't have days off ranching no yeah because your animals are gonna die yeah it's awful it's never it's not a, a lifestyle or a job i would ever choose but thank god some people do it yeah i mean i would have gone and played football a hundred percent. And I think his dad would have wanted to be like, no, fuck this ranch. Go play football. You've got, you could do so much. Like even uh, uh, Coach Wall is like, I could have been one of the greatest. Well, maybe, maybe there was some deleted scenes where his dad was kind of like the man version of Kathy Bates' character from The Waterboy. Like, oh, foosball yeah. is the devil. Foosball you is the devil. You ranch to foosball. Yeah. Isn't it weird that his teacher uh, love interest kind of keeps this ruse of, about not knowing who he is? And oh yeah, it's so strange. I used to finger myself to you all the time. Pretty much what she said. I mean, my God, she—it's uh, pretty crazy. She admits to stalking him. Yeah, and then it was like, yeah, I used to drive by your farmhouse. I used to call you up and hang up. It was like, what? I snuck up when you were sleeping once and cut off a lock of your hair. If I'm him, I'm like, oh, uh, that was 17. Years. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna go. That was 17 years ago. Like that's that's a bit much. Yeah, well, she didn't continue to do it for, you know, the next 16 years or 17 years. She also didn't seem to move on. Did you see her with a boyfriend of any? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the fact that she acted like she didn't know who he was. And then that's the reveal later on. It's like you see her make that face when she hears his name in the classroom. It's like that guy. You're like, yeah, I used to finger blast myself to him all the time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Niagara Falls. Yeah. Because she's so wet. She did her water just broke as soon as his <laughs> name came out. I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? Uh, also, there's absolutely no way they'd be allowed to play both ways. Literally, if one player is injured, they don't have enough players to be eligible to even uh, compete. Right. It's just that was one well, like we're playing both ways. Do you, I, I thought, seventeen players. I thought Dean. I can't remember the name, but Larry Miller's Dean character. Elias. Dean Elias. Like the he's supposed to be, I guess, the antagonist for most of the movie, and then the Colts become the antagonist at the very end. He's still antagonistic, but. His whole just 
motivation. I just, I don't know. It, nope. it was a little shallow. I have me, this. You know? it, it's weird that Dean would spend this much of his time and effort to subvert his own football team. Like he says, he's not about football. He's about academics. But when the ac- when the football team is responsible for tens of millions of dollars of revenue every year for that school, you're actually only hurting the student body by robbing them of that money that that c- could improve right. academic facilities. Yeah, they could have. They could have change some of the fucking bullshit scenes that they could have cut which i can't think of any off the top of my head but we did say this movie could have been along uh or went a little long so they could have changed something to where it was like hey if you get rid of the football team then you know you can build a give him a little more motivation other, other than his own disdain for yeah, the game other of football. than he's just a douchebag that doesn't like football oh, football and I'm not saying that you're a douchebag if you don't like football but if I you am. don't like I'm football, absolutely saying you, that you might be a douchebag uh, Rob Schneider does really well with the little screen time he has. Uh, very funny, plays the Bob Euchre role for Major League very well. That's essentially what he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, and again, like we said, this movie is um, Major League, but PG-13 and with football. Yeah, and I think that what you just said there where, because I completely agree that I at, while I was watching Rob Schneider in this, I kind of got uh, Bob Euchre, it reminded me of Bob Euchre, yeah. and I think that's a very high compliment to pay to Rob Schneider's performance. And I will, I will, I'm not going to go as far as to say as he was as good as Bob Euchre was oh, no, in Major no, no. League. Bob, Bob that's a legendary yeah. performance, just a bit outside. And him being a real broadcaster, I think. Yeah, that helps, of course. That. He yeah. was uh, with the Brewers, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, fuck, he was still doing it, like, last year or the year before. He My might God. still be doing it. Dude is old. Is Denny Matthews still, uh... Denny Matthews is still doing it. My goodness. Yeah. My God. Paul Blake is the only guy I know that goes to college uh, in like it's like he missed college, but he gets a second chance to go. And is like, I don't want to party. Like he doesn't ever go out at all. Like what the fuck is wrong? With he's thirty. He's not ancient. He's thirty four. I don't know. Well, I don't know because I'm a, I'm not thirty four. I'm only thirty. And I'm only thirty two. If I were to go to a college bar now, when I do go to college bars, I feel a little old and out of place. If I were to be That's in true. like. And and my college town I went to, they were but like, you, but you weren't the bars. starting quarterback on the on the football team. Either. That's true. That, and I did write Paul Blake as like the fictional version of Brandon Whedon, who yeah, was an it, older dude. Exactly. I it, think Brandon Whedon was only like Oklahoma twenty-four State. or something. Yeah. Was but, it Oklahoma State? Yeah, Oklahoma yeah, State. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did make that connection, but I don't know. I I think I would feel a little out of place, um, especially in college bars. I mean, there's. 18-year-old chicks, that's a little too young, you know? Yeah, I definitely would have to have the conversation about how old are you, for sure. Like, my rule right now is I don't date anyone. I try not to date anyone (laughs) younger than 25. I would say that's a good... What's the old rule? Half your age plus seven? So that would let me do 22 and you do 23. 16 plus five. Half my age is 16 plus five is 21. Oh, plus seven. seven. Oh, so 23. 23. Uh, 23 is a little young. That's what I'm saying. 22 would be... If you follow that rule, it would be like, and I don't, that's not like a scientific rule, but 22, I no, don't think I could connect to a 22 good, no, year old. Different you know? stages of life. Yeah. I have been, I uh, dated a 24 year old, 24 year old for two months. And then I went on a couple dates with a 23 year old. It's just we, way different stages of life. Not on the same, like it was just, it, they were great girls. You know what I think it is? Honestly, I think there's a, that that's when, so we're 30 now. I think once you get to around people that are like 25, people that are like four or five years younger than us, yeah. that's when it starts getting to the Generation Z people. Yeah. No cap, uh, like, fam. We're millennials. Yeah. 
I used to hate being considered a millennial because I was like, I don't want to be part. And no offense to my brother, he's six years younger than no, me. No, now but, now Gen Z is considered like the, the right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to be with them. Once I realized that we're not part of Gen Z and that's its own thing, like they're way worse than the millennials. Yeah, the no no cap fam, as yeah, they would exactly. say. Exactly the the TikTok dances that they do and shit like that. I'm too old to understand that. So I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, you're def we're definitely going all get off my lawn on Gen Z. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. for it and I'm here for it. I don't like the Gen Zers. Uh, OK, um, it seems a little out of character for Coach Gennaro to get his players out of being punished for a bar fight when later in the movie he's like, you took a jacket from this man. <laughs> Give I it back. So I kind of I kind of liked how they got out of it in that initial spot, though, because their shitty team fought the like best team in Texas. Yeah, he's number like, one team. Try to yeah. get elected sheriff if you uh, arrest the pride of Texas. Yeah, but he's also so righteous throughout the entire film, where he he's the whole his whole thing was like, yeah, I run a clean program. Everything like th that guy would report it regardless. He wouldn't give a shit about a sheriff getting elected. So no, I think I think the deal was is that he's an old football guy though, and he knows. I think he just knows that the sheriff. I think that was more of like a this is just a football thing. Okay. And, They're and not taking anything from anyone, I guess. The joke is kind of on Dean Elias or whatever, Larry Miller, um, that he's like, why don't you just go get a cup of coffee and I'll take care of this with the sheriff or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. And and, and Texas really is, you know, I, I've said it before, fuck Texas. I mess with Texas. But they take their football seriously down there. And uh, Yeah, and, and Dean Elias's character isn't necessarily wrong in that there's probably too much resources and attention paid to athletics over education as, right. as we can see uh in the united states especially we're not very we're, we're not ranked very high in the realm of education and we prioritize things that generate the most revenue and sports and athletics generate more revenue in college sport in college than anything times in a billion right. uh, you know i lost my train of thought on that um oh yeah here we go Love the fact that they got their first taste of somewhat victory against KU. That's I hate that squad. The rain has stopped, and so is the losing streak. And do we want to take a minute to talk about the female kicker on the team? <laughs> what would actually happen if a female player showered in the same locker room at a Division I Texas college? Well, i.e. see Baylor and systemic rape within their football right. program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think... I don't want to say that there definitely wouldn't be a guy like... Is his name Manu? Or am I messing that up? No, well, yeah, Manu's the shorthand. Yeah. Okay, uh, like Manu, you know, he's standing up for her and all that stuff, protecting yeah. her. He seems I, pretty chivalrous. I don't want to say that there wouldn't be dudes like him out there, but I think there would be dudes that would be like, come on, Manu, fuck you, bro. Let me do when you get yeah. a bunch of aggro guys in a locker room at the same time with the whole group think thing going on, yeah, you'd be amazed what can actually happen and what people will let go. It's it's pretty crazy. Well, and <laughs> for all you people that defend Trump out there, he when he got found out for saying grab her by the pussy, he defended that by saying, well, that's just lock, locker room talk. Yeah, so okay. you think, you know, locker room talk is grab her by the pussy. You think if there's one in the shower, like, come on, yeah, man. Locker room talk turned into locker room action at Baylor, dude. Like, that was yeah. systemic and that's Texas rape. University. That's what I'm saying. It's just, look, man, I'm not saying that um, men are bad. I'm saying when a bunch of yoked up fucking aggro men get together, and fucking are in a locker room together. If you put an attractive female in there and she's showering, 
the not good nothing good is going to happen. Nothing good. Bad shit's going to happen. It's a bad idea. I've said my piece. Yeah, well, and I also want to call out, uh, I was a little bothered uh, when she first is playing against Kansas, and I went, I was just like, yeah, go to figure that this piece of shit plays for Kansas. But she kicks a field goal or whatever, and then number 93 just comes and tackles her, and he's like, welcome to the football field, bitch, or whatever. It's like, I think that's a hate crime that you just committed, bro. But then, luckily, Manu, you know, fucks him up. So no, Manu does not fuck him up. She fucks him. Oh, up. Oh, she, yeah. She, he says, "Welcome to football," and, and she, she says, "Welcome to football." Yeah. And yeah. I want to say, the best acting performance in that entire film is the Jayhawk who squealed after he got kicked in the nuts. He was so convincing and so funny. Yeah. I rewound it like three times. Yeah. It was very good. I was a big fan of that. Uh, Paul Scott quitting after his team uh, hit has its first taste of success. Just over his coach getting mad about jackets seems like weak writing. Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. Oh, no, you're good. So uh, the so basically Scott Bakula quitting his team just a- after he was drunk at a party and just over the fact that his coach got mad over them accepting jackets. He's like, well, I quit. It's like they just saw their first, like, they had one game left. They just saw their first taste of success. And he's like, well, I'm out of here. Like, it just, it seemed like weak writing. Yeah, I know I they had that. to have it. I understand for like the story arc. I know why they had to have it, but I feel like they could have put more effort in as to why he actually quit the team instead of over some guy giving them jackets. Yeah, and I feel like the only reason why they had to put that guy giving them jackets in there is because there's his son that's on the team. And earlier Jason in the Bateman. movie, yeah, uh, Jason Bateman, when they're like, is that Edison? Like the light bulb? And he's like, no, like Edison Library, Edison Hall whatever whatever but i was like who's this edison they're talking about so you had to see his dad be all rich and fancy at some point yeah, you know, yeah i guess but kind of yeah kind of give give uh jason bateman's character a little more depth yeah because then in the third act there jason my dad bateman, owns this raised station yeah. i hate it i've been cheating the whole time <laughs> i don't want to ever see another building with my dad's name on it again it's yeah. like oh I've, i feel terrible for you yeah uh, so my question is, did colleges ever used to actually publishly, or sorry, publicly publish exam grades outside of a classroom? Like when I was in college, I had to have three forms of ID to get my academic records. Like it was. Yeah, I mean, I. It was not something that was easy to come by. I guess it must have used to be a thing because. Uh, they when do I it think in Tommy to Boy. And Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. He does it. Everyone's, what's this? Can you imagine if you went to a hospital? Or Last Crusade. It's Last Crusade. If you went to a hospital and you had everyone who had the same doctor, and you just posted all their test results out there, and you just <laughs> like, like you found out who had cancer and like yeah. who had syphilis, AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Full blown AIDS. Full blown AIDS. Well, hey guys, I've only got a couple of weeks. I'm gonna go live it up. <laughs> Anyone want <would> have sex? <laughs> not. I would not do that. That would be irresponsible. AIDS, that would yes. be irresponsible. Uh, that's actually irresponsible. It's not even the right word. That, that would, would be, be murder. That would be evil. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Hitler, that's yeah, say what you want. He was just a little irresponsible. <laughs> Jesus. That is a real, back that statement. He's a real rascal. If, if that clip ever gets taken out of context, you're going to really regret that. All right. Well, I, I don't. Hitler. Yeah. Whatever. Man, whatever. Um, bad guy. But, uh, misunderstood. I'm kidding. Um, uh, the last thing I have is it's really funny that Gennaro just happens to remember to get his massive football playbook and his massive whistle before he gets into the ambulance to go to the hospital. Like he, they're both laying at his bedside. He's like, ah, I'm dying. 
I need you to take over. Here's my book. Here's my whistle. It's like, what, that's what you thought to bring to the hospital? Like, not maybe a change of clothes. Like, he just, he's clearly, it was in an emergency situation. He made sure to get his fucking huge playbook and his whistle. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Well, I thought the whole, so I guess I'll, I'll throw this in here now. So I just want to give a shout out to Robert Loja's character, who was Wally Brig. Great porn name. Um, great porn name. I love I love Robert Loja in general. He's got big fan. He's got a small role or like a bit role in one of the seasons of The Sopranos, and he's That's great right. in that. He's he's the big, huh? Big, big, yeah. Big. Independence Day. Independence Day. Um, fuck. Well, now that made me forget. Oh, Scarface. He's yeah, he's, of yeah, course. Yeah, five hundred fifty dollars suits. That's crazy. I forgot. Yeah, he's the boss that Tony fucking kills. He the kills. Thing. Yeah, I forgot he, about that. Tony takes his empire away from him. Pretty you much. want to fuck me, Tony? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all anybody remembers from Scarface. Very weird. Very, very, <laughs> very Shakespearean. You want to come get some ice cream with me and my friends? Um, but so Robert Loja. Chichi, get the ale. I thought he did a great job in this movie, and especially when he goes to visit after Coach Gennaro's had the angina, but you still think it's a heart attack. And he sits by the bay, he's like, hey, it's me, Wally Rigg. And he's like, I can hear it. I'm not in a coma. I'm right here. And like when the coach gives him the playbook, he's like, I can't take this from me. He's like, I'm not bequeathing it to you. Like, I'm just I'm not letting dying. you borrow yeah. it. It's fine. fine. Just the way that he's ready for him to be dead the whole time. Not like he wants to, but... You just think he's that, assuming the worst. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And then when he goes and he becomes the coach and he's given his pregame speech and he's like, now, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. But the last thing Coach Gennaro said was win or I'll die. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. It was good. It's a little cliche, uh, but I still thought it was funny. It's he's actually a really good character actor. One of the best. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, so shout out to Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Jeb, what else? I've got one final thing. Okay. So Billy Bob's. Actually, two final things. Billy Bob's the bar. One, yeah. Billy Bob's the bar. Uh, the joke I wrote down was, I've heard of a rodeo bar, but this is ridiculous. I thought it was funny when the announcer was like, welcome to Billy Bob's, the bar with the live rodeo in it or something. I, I'm pretty sure said. that's pretty common in Texas. I've been to a rodeo bar in Arizona. Really? Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I fucking. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen mechanical bulls in bars. And no, shit like I've that, been to. But... I've been to. I went to a bar in Arizona. It was kind of an outdoor place. It was in. Uh, well, Surprise, so. but no, no. Yeah, they they had a rodeo uh, outside going on while I was drinking at the bar. Yeah. Well, I well, I guess I need to go to the south more. That's not the south. That's the southwest. Texas. Well, Texas. Texas is kind of the. Which thing? Texas te is its, its own a, fucking thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's not the thing. Bible Belt in the South. It's its own thing. Yeah. It's not like Georgia and Kentucky and Florida and Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's its own entity for sure. Yeah. Um. My final thing that I have is what number of football movie is this for us? Well, the replacements is one. And we did. I mean, is uh, Friday Night Lights out there? No. You never brought it back. Dude, brought Give it back. Give the people what they want. The Put people episodes. don't want this. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Oh, wait, no. Friday Night Lights is out there. I, I lied. I was thinking episodes of the town. Episodes one and two should be out there. I was thinking of the town. I don't even know if I... Dude, those are on my old computer. Those, those are gone. Oh, man. Now you got to relabel all the episodes because now people are starting at episode three when they go back. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll they should it. listen to The Rock. That was a great episode. The Rock is still out there. That was episode one. You said you got rid of it. No, it's not. Yeah, The Rock was episode one. We did The Rock like episode 10. I don't no, know what you're talking about. you're not. No. I guarantee you it's out there. All right, we'll see. Yeah, it's out there. All right, we'll see. Um, but that's all the notes I had. All right, do you know what time it is? 
It's time for Tipsy Trivia. Oh, pretty good. I want you to know I was urinal farting up a storm uh, on my vacation. Oh, that's good. You know, you're driving around. I go to gas station bathrooms. I got, no, I got no shame. I feel like if there's one uh, place, one bathroom, you can really let it go. It's a gas station bathroom because that's just I mean, that's where a lot of just terrible, terrible bathroom behavior goes on. Yeah. Like if you're in a restaurant, you don't especially wanna... a fancy restaurant. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to mess with that. You, you don't want to set a bad vibe because you might run into that person again. But if you're at a fucking flying J. Yeah, you, you could shit on the floor and be fine. If you're at a Flying J or any kind of arena or stadium, doesn't have to be for a sporting event, but if you're at a concert or something like that, yeah, you're good. There's enough. Uh, people are pooping and farting left and right. So, all right, this is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia based questions from the film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, he doesn't have to shotgun, and I do. If he gets less than three correct, I have to shotgun, and he doesn't. Wait, no, he has to shotgun, and I don't. But inevitably, we'll all end up shotgunning. Number one. Wait. Here's number one tipsy trivia for you. Episode 10 was Wild Wild West, and The Rock is not on there. Or episode, Yeah, because it was episode one. It was the first thing we did. I can't believe I, I didn't. Now the, it the, starts with episode three, Roadhouse. Okay. So we're going to have to redo The Rock. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. No, that's great. We can redo it. I'm, I'm absolutely in. Number right, one. Anyway, yeah, question one. Numer eins. Which professional football player was not playing one of the cons in the scrimmage scene? So, of all of the professional football players I'm about to list, which one of them was not one of the convicts in the scrimmage scene? Was it A, Dick Buckkiss, B, Jerry Rice, C, Jim Kelly, or D, Barry Sanders? I should have paid more attention. I'm going to say Jim Kelly. The answer was D, Barry Sanders. Jim Kelly was there, Jerry Rice was there, and Dick Buckkiss was there. Buckkiss was the guy that was talking yeah. shit. Computer fraud. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Buckkiss. Uh, Lee, stop it. <laughs> Number two. True or false, this movie poster was inspired by the recent sports comedy hit, Major League. True. Definitely true. I mean, I looked at this poster and I go, that's Major League. It's the totally the same yeah, poster. A thousand percent. Difference being Major League, not with the poster, Had, but difference in the movie. There was a the football movie. and a, and a goalpost right. instead of a baseball. Like It was very similar. Uh, Major League got an R rating. Did this get an R rating? Nope. PG-13. Yeah. It would have been better if it, if it went R, honestly. So, Major League. I love Major League, and I do think we should do it sometime. I would do it. Yeah, no, I, 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 we will do it. I like Major League. But I might love the PG version, Major League 2, more than Major League because is I that, saw it first Is that Major League Back to the Minors? No, that's the third one. Okay. Okay. Major League Two. Um, Why do I feel like Scott Bakula is in one of those movies too? He probably is. I don't know. I think Major League Two is when, um, fuck, I can't think. Tom Berenger is the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. that, that, that that is right. And then the first one's rated R though, and then they made a PG sequel that I watched as a kid and I loved. So like it holds a super. And then when I watched the original, I was like, this is way different. How did they go from R to PG? That's yeah. so strange. When the whole fucking thing. All right, number three. Texas State ends up tying Kansas in this movie. True or false, Scott Bakula attended the University of Kansas. Oh, shit. I have no idea. Uh, false? No, it is true. That's I think that's kind of how they got KU in the movie because Bakula was That's a, probably what it yeah, is. Was yeah, a, he's uh, an alumni. Alum. I, that should, yeah, fuck. You even hinted towards that. I yeah. should have said true. Ah, no, you're, you're good. I That, that kind of seems like could have been a trap question, but... All right, number four. Yeah, you could have been like, false, he went to Kansas State. Yeah, false, he went to 
Uh, I got nothing. Uh, number four, <laughs> true or false? All football scenes were shot on AstroTurf. Oh, uh, true. It is true. All right. All right. All right. You Suck still a in the motherfucker. Game. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Number five. Which campus was the movie filmed on? Which Texas campus was the movie filmed on? Was it A, Texas, B, North Texas, C, Texas A&M, or D, Texas State? Fuck, I, fuck, I don't know. Uh, North Texas. The answer was D, Texas State. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> they are Texas State in the movie. Yeah, but I mean, that's, god damn it. That was just too obvious. Fuck. Fuck. I don't know what you want from I, me. The two gimmies are the two that I got wrong. I got another one wrong, but God fucking damn it. All right, moving on to Drinking Buddies. This is the portion of the podcast where we choose a character, not an actor, but a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit-faced, drunk, fucked up, shy if you will, and I will with Keenan. Who is your drinking buddy? My prediction is we're going to have the same person. I think you're probably right. But for different reasons. Okay. I'm picking Wally Rigg. I did Nothing too. to do with his name. I picked uh, Wally Rigg. Yeah. But while it is a great name, uh, he just, I mean, like I said, shout out to him in this movie. Uh, and I know we're drinking with the character, not the actor. I think he's just a favorite in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's just, well, he's. I didn't the, think about it. Maybe he's not a great choice because he's off the sauce. Well, well, yeah. And I don't want to be responsible for getting him back on the yeah. sauce. But uh, I heard you're off the sauce. I guess other than that, I'll just awkwardly drink at the college bar and feel like I'm too old to be hanging out there. Uh, yeah, I guess my second choice is probably... No, I, I, I don't know. I, it's I guess, really not a good I, second choice. Not really. I guess it's Bacula, Scott Bacula. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, all right. Well, I bought you this beer, or this beer's on me. No, now, now it's, it's on, on you. you. I thought that it was funny that that character, that bad guy's character name, was like Sam High Top Smith or whatever the fuck. He looked he like had a high top. I he don't looked, know. yeah, he looked real like a real yeah. shit bag. He. It looked like he, they were going for. Uh, like an Ivan Drago, like I must break you type thing. I, but I liked Ivan Drago more. Well, yeah, yeah. Shout out to fuck what that uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren, yeah. who's uh, has a genius IQ and is an astrophysicist. No fucking way. He has a genius IQ. What? He has a, he has a doctorate in physics or something. I was today years old when I found that out. Yeah, very Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Those Look Russians, it up. man. He's he was genius. probably forced into being a genius. You know. Yeah. Communism, man. <laughs> it works. No, well, for, well, I don't know. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, if he's a genius. Okay. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes over under. The critics, I will set at a 40%. Uh, I'm going to say under. It is under. 33%. Yeah. this It came out in 91. Major League's yep. like 89. It's such a blatant ripoff. That, and it's not as good as Major League. I mean, I'm guessing the people replacements did it. really well, and that was a blatant, blatant ripoff. Yeah, but it had been long enough past. 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. And they were doing professional football instead of college, Rob. Yeah. Sorry. They changed <laughs> everything. Uh, audience, I will set at a 50%. Uh, over? Under 46%, which is strange given its box office numbers. Yeah. It didn't make sense. IMDb, uh, IMDb rating is... Fuck, I have no idea. I'm going to guess, based on those, 5.4. 6.2. Fuck. My real buzz ranking is a 3.5 out of 5 beers. Really? Yeah. A 3.5 out of 5. I enjoyed it. I think you're going to be shocked by where I put this. Two? Uh, one? One and a half out of five. Oh, wow. I enjoy. I mean, I thought it was enjoyable. I, I, I did think it was enjoyable, but if I wanted to see this movie again, I would watch The Replacements instead. 
uh, you're not wrong there. The replacements is the better of the. They basically did a better job of making the same movie, and yeah. I agree. The replacements is better. It, this movie is worth watching. Maybe I, I, maybe I'll get it up to two for. It gets an extra half beer for Robert Schneider or Robert Schneider, Rob Schneider and Robert Loja. Yeah, Robert Loja is great. And the Schneider's Rob and great. Roberts, they did great. I didn't think Bacula did great. The whole love story I thought was stupid. Uh, Bacula's uh, fine. You know. He was serviceable. Yeah, I mean, it just. I don't know. It, it it reminded me so much of the replacements, and that's the one I've seen a million times. Um, there were definitely some parts. I, I think it's worth watching. I think at you least gotta once. say this: this movie, the replacements would not exist without this movie. Right? If you're a fan of the replacements, you definitely should watch this movie. Yeah, and you've got you've got to give this movie credit for being the father of the replacements. Right. Yeah, the Godfather of the replacements. Yes, this mo- that's what I would say. This movie's the Godfather of the replacements. Maybe that's what happened, is whenever the replacements wanted to get made, they needed to kind of get the rights, and the writer or the, or the producers of the replacements went to the producers of this and said, we're going to make you an offer we can't refuse. We're making an offer. That was a long walk to get to that little joke about Godfather, but Mom, I got there, baby. On this day of my daughter's wedding, <laughs> I'll give you Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you can remake my movie. John Favreau, he's going to be big. <laughs> you never thought about me I when you been, did Gremlins three. I could have been a contender. I don't think that's the same movie. Oh no, uh, that's that's Raging Bull. Uh, it's same actor. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, thank you again for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Actually, I've got to put this off to open this back up. Once again, thank you for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Today we are the Real Buzz Two. Keenan, take us out. I made this movie in the 90s. Now you can make the replacements in the later 90s. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. The Broyles need to get a fucking win. Amen. Oh, thank you.